0: Well, the game may be over, but the best Hawkeye analysis is just getting started. This is the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. Ross Peterson and Travis Justice are taking your calls. Sound Off. This is your home for the Hawkeyes. News Radio 1040, WHO and the Radio app.
1: Hour number two of the Jethro's barbecue Soundoff off on of News Radio ten forty WHO. Good to have you along on a Sunday morning. Uh as Iowa loses its first game of the year twenty eight seventeen to Wisconsin. Andrew Downs filling in for Ross Peterson who's up in Canada fishing. Rough life that he has. Yes. But you just pointed out a unique stat that I think everybody needs to hear. Remind me. The trophy game stat. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Short-term uh, memory for Andrew. Yes, yes. Well,
2: I've got a lot of numbers coming at me. The Hawkeyes are 11-3 and in their last 14 trophy games. All losses are to Wisconsin. So kind of lays out a hierarchy of those four programs, right? Yeah. Iowa is a better program right now than Minnesota, or Nebraska, and Iowa State. And Wisconsin is a better program right now than Iowa. And has been for some time. Yes. I think we can all agree on and that. And we saw that again tonight. Yes. When, when, Because a theme tonight and in the days going forward will be I will gave this game away. I've seen that a lot on social media already tonight. We've heard it a couple times here. I agree with that. I will seem like the better team for the majority of the game. I agree with that also. You know what? With the exception of the last drive. And that's the thing. When it comes down to it, when a play needed to be made, when a drive needed to happen, when a quarterback needed to make a throw, Wisconsin did those things. And then uh, defensively also. They didn't make a great interception. That was that was an Iowa mistake to to get that interception yep. to kind of secure the game, but when a play needed to be made, Wisconsin was the team that made it tonight. So, Ben says, "Jesus. How do you guys not lose
1: your minds with these people just <laughs> rambling and rambling and rambling and making no sense whatsoever?" Oh, come on, Ben. People like to ramble. I mean, they're upset about losing a game. They're passionate. And I think they make perfect sense. Sometimes you have to decipher through the code, but that's what Andrew and I are. We're that's code right. readers. That's right. You know, we, we were reincarnated from World War II <laughs> and when we were like, you know, code readers and breaking code and stuff like that. Ross hates that generation. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> and that's why he's not here tonight. Two eight Let's go back to the phones. Darla in Altoona. Welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Off. Good to have you along, Darla.
3: Oh, thank you very much. Um, I just wanted to add that it boils down to execution. Um, sometimes maybe they call a, a weird call or something like that. It still boils down to execution. You can't blame the coach when the players on the field can't make the plays.
1: You know, that's a very good point because if, and now sometimes the call's wrong or you're just outmaneuvered in the chess game. But right. there, there were, and, in that, and that you can blame the coach on. I don't right. necessarily think that was the case tonight. There were a lot of, of missed opportunities for the Hawks, especially on that last drive, to make stops, and they weren't able to do it. So yep. that's a fair point. And I know some people, and Darla, thanks for the phone call, um, yep. I, I know some people don't like to pick on college kids. They don't think it's right that you pick on college kids. Well, I, I, you don't have to get personal with college kids. Right. But let's be honest, You're you're playing the game – that is, a lot of people are passionate about, and if I, I think it's perfectly okay to pick on one's play, I, I yeah, I know some people say, "Well, you're getting personal." No, no, no. This isn't about character. This isn't about integrity. This is just making dumb
2: plays. Yeah. We're not. We're not questioning what kind of a person yeah. Sean Byer is yes. right now. But he made a dumb play. Yeah. And his head coach said so, and we all saw it. We all know it. And it, he it, knows it. And
1: when your head coach says, and people were telling him to get out of the way, and he still didn't get out of the yeah, way. Yeah, everybody else heard it. He yeah, didn't. Yeah,
2: you should be criticized
1: for that. Absolutely. And you know, and people may not like it. I don't care if you like it. it criticism is part of life, right? I mean, that that's what makes you better. You hope Sean Byer learns from it. Yes. You hope he gets another chance. Absolutely. You hope he doesn't get pulled off the special teams. But criticism. And if it's constructive, makes you better in the long run. Two eight four ten forty. Let's go to Dan in Elkhart. He's been on hold for a while. Dan, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Soundoff. What's going on?
4: Oh, uh, what's going on? Um, basically, and uh, I, I thought I was kind of hoping Iowa was going to win that. So uh, were I'm we neutral on this whole thing? But say that again. I said so were we. Yeah. Well, I mean, the reason was, that, I mean, the guy's talking about rambling earlier, kind of got me laughing, but. <laughs> uh, I wanted to see kinda if they won this game how delusional the calls would be about Iowa winning a national championship it was really what I was kinda hoping to to listen into. Also I kinda called in about because I don't I don't I haven't heard really anybody talk about Iowa State who I thought very was uh underwhelming performance today.
1: Well, because this is an Iowa call-in show, so you probably won't get that many people calling about Iowa State. <laughs> I know.
4: But Iowa State's still underwhelmed. Yeah,
1: I, I think the you did what, this last one too. <laughs> Didn't you uh, say that again? Sorry? I said I think you did this last week too. You brought up Iowa State. I, yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, but I also brought up Mizzou. I, yeah, I watched
4: you did the Iowa State game when I was done hating myself <laughs> enough to watch Mizzou.
1: And Mizzou didn't play well against Georgia today.
4: Well, they played bad in the first half, and they couldn't catch up in the second half. Is kind of what that game was. But I don't know. I personally, I mean, watching the whole game with tonight, I agreed with the first down with the fourth down caller earlier in the game. But uh, I just couldn't believe with the with the sneak, because I said at the time yeah. when I was talking to my friends who were all very pro-Iowa, was, you know, we were all chanting, you know, mercy is for Jesus, not for football, so let's go for it. And, and <laughs> it's like, well, you know, and then they went with the sneak. And every, the
1: sneak was a bad like the call. The room went dead. Yeah the, sneak, for one person. yeah, the sneak was a bad call. Yeah, I think we'd all agree on that. All right, thanks, Dan. Appreciate it, man. And I was trying to do
2: that that quick sneak every once in a while, and I think that's what they were trying to do yeah. initially. But when you have the time, when they go to the replay, and you, the the other team is ready for it, you got to go to something else.
1: Yeah, it, it, and it's funny, it's funny that 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 call. I don't know why I'm shocked about this. That call has been the most talked about call in the first hour and fifteen minutes of the show. Right? Is that? I mean, we're talking about the first drive for Iowa. We're talking about, and somebody said on Twitter, I forget who it was on Twitter, yeah, said that it like totally changed the momentum of the it, game. Yeah,
2: Danny Noonan said, you know, take the three points, it completely changed the momentum of that game. It did not. No, it didn't. I'll tell you what changed the momentum of the game was um, uh, a
1: punt that was should have been down and a player touches it and they get it on the 11-yard line. Yes. That changed the momentum of the game. Absolutely. I'll tell you about another change of momentum of the game, when you have a punt returner fumble the football before he gets out of bounds, and they get good field position again. That changed the momentum of the game. We're talking about the first drive of the game where they went for it, and you're like, man, they manned up. I like that. Yes, I did too. I loved it. Yeah. I don't think it changed the momentum of the game at all. It's just the the, the play call was horrible. Tommy and Hampton. Welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off on News Radio. 1040 hey. WHO. What's up?
5: Yeah, Thank you, guys. Uh, my question is, um, why didn't – I think Episnes should play every down on defense. I don't – you know, I thought there was times in the second half where he should have been in there more. Um, I don't know why Ferris doesn't play him all the time. And secondly, uh, like the first quarter, the first half, Noah Fant was hardly in there at all. I, just, I question why he wasn't
6: uh, in the lineup then.
1: Uh, I did notice that it. It would have him a couple, a couple, uh, not a couple possessions, but almost a couple drives yeah, or a couple first downs before him. they got him in. Uh, I don't know why Noah Fant wasn't in as much as early on, but let's be honest, TJ Hoskins is just. I'm not going to say he's just as good as Noah Fant, but he's pretty damn close. He's I right mean, there. The kid had a, what 108 yards receiving today. Yeah, he never gets the touchdown. Yeah, but he he gets a lot of yards. That's what it is. TJ gets you into the red zone, then <laughs> Noah gets the touchdown. That's right. Yeah. Oh my goodness, is, is it really him? We've had some requests on Twitter for him, and we didn't hear from him last week. And it's one fifteen in the morning. He must be ready to go. Tommy in Des Moines, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off.
3: I we quite got I got uh I got what cotton what calamari. A whole night long. They were top walking and number two, I thought Brian Ferr called a miserable game. Why do you run the ball the first time we had the ball? We get down to the five yard line and we run the ball. Why don't you throw the guard ball? Because
1: they're a conservative offense.
3: And, uh, you've got to pay Brian Furt and Kurt how to go bye-bye. I mean, conservatism is a bunch of crap. I mean, you got to win a football game, let's play football. And number, number, and my last comment is this. Why wasn't uh, what Tottenham called for submarining the whole night long. I thought they were physically out of shape the whole game. And why wasn't that called? What what I called, what I called chop walking, they were hitting below the weight. The whole well, time.
1: Tommy, and you bring up a good point. I think that's what drives Kirk Ferentz nuts is because I always been called for it, what, three, the a- first every, three every, games? Yeah, every, every game, game until It wasn't, wasn't called for it today. Yep. I, I think it is your interpretation of what the chop block is, and, and I appreciate your anger about it, and I think it drives. that's what drives coaches nuts, and I wonder... If if Kirk Ferentz got to somebody and said you have to explain this better to me because it makes no sense. I've been coaching it this way for years, Sean. I got you got to do me a favor. I swear to God, Tommy's on a is on a recording. Uh, I, I know we can't pull up music the old fashioned way anymore, but find the song "Sick 'Em on a Chicken" by the Zach Brown Band, and I swear to God, to, Tommy opens that
2: song. I'm not kidding you. I swear to God. I will say he talked about Brian Ferentz's play calling. There were some questionable play calls here and there, but overall, I thought Iowa's offense looked good for the majority of the night. I thought Nate Stanley had a good night. The play calling I didn't think was terrible tonight. It's hard. Again, we talked about this in a loss, in a close loss, in a heartbreaking loss. But I don't think Brian Ferentz called a bad game tonight.
1: No, I, I don't think so either. There were a couple of questionable calls. But aren't you going to over the course of oh, oh, hold wait. on? How many plays were there tonight? <laughs> I got to see how many plays there were. Um yeah, what uh 31 rushing attempts.
2: See, total offensive plays 54 54. Boy, Well, that's not very many. That's not. But 66 even, for e- e- for Wisconsin. Am I wrong? You tell me.
1: <laughs> that's it's spot on. Play it. Okay, tell tell me if this is Tommy I'll, No, you got to get the beginning, don't you? You saw me with none, huh? See?
3: That's Tommy.
1: Man, I hope he's getting royalties for that. <laughs> Take us to break, my friend. 284-1040. <laughs> Play Sycamore on a Chicken. Take us to break. Mike, Ben, Paul, stay on hold. We'll get to your phone calls when we come back. This is the Jethro's Barbecue Up. on News Radio 1040 WHO. Sycamore on a Chicken. Sycamore on
0: Chicken. Take them on a chicken and watch them feathers fly. Your turn, Hawkeye fans. This is the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. Sponsored by JLM Gun Shop and Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company.
7: Stanley up under center, rolls right, throws caught, touchdown. Touchdown, Iowa. Touchdown. Noah Fant, 16th touchdown. Go to your pacifier. <laughs> Noah Fant. He just makes plays. Yes,
1: he does. I remember the good times. Yes. The like guy was winning at that point. Yes. Billy says, man, Tommy is P.O.'d. Hey, no, nobody's more passionate about Hawkeye football than Tommy is. All right? I, I'm pretty passionate. I think Andrew's pretty passionate. Sean's not at all. He's a Notre Dame fan, so he sits behind the glass. We don't even let him in this room.
0: Four note. Uh,. <laughs> Yeah, haven't played anybody. Well, we beat Michigan, who destroyed Nebraska. Well, that, what's that everybody, saying? Everybody was, else is doing that, say,
1: too. Yeah, I was going to say, what does that say? Uh, 284-1040. A lot of people uh, still wanting to sound off this morning. Uh, and it is Sunday morning. So let's go to Ben, who's been on hold the longest. Ben in Des Moines. Welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. What's going on? Hey, guys. How you
8: doing? Good. Yeah, this, this is a Ben that tweeted about the rambling and rambling stuff. Okay. So... Uh, yeah, just first and foremost, I want to say Travis and Sean, I love the morning rush. Uh, Travis, you guys' impression of Sean doing the... Travis
1: has been cracking uh, me up Oh, when he gets mad week. at me? Travis? Uh, <laughs> he's been cracking me up all week. Be quiet, Travis. Um, yeah, th- 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 that's weird, Travis.
8: Uh, <laughs> Sean, I love you. It. guys are uh, mean, so, uh, I got to say, the crowd was fantastic tonight. It really was. Uh, you know, it, it was loud. I, I'm, I can already feel like voice is going to be gone and everything, um, but... The people complain about the officiating. I mean, we really didn't have that bad of an officiated game. We had one penalty for five yards, and it was a delay of game. So, if, if anyone's going to complain about officiating, it should not be us. I mean, we we got the better end of the deal. I mean, there was a couple – there was a questionable uh, – rough, not roughing the passer. The uh, late was, hit? Yeah, the late hit. Yeah, that was not really – I thought it was a little questionable and that sort of thing. And the, yeah, the hit out of bounds, but – my one question to you guys was, why is our punt return team just to continue to kill us against Wisconsin? I mean it was two thousand ten with the fake punt, right yep. yep, and now nowadays with this with this it's just driving me nuts, and I can't take it much more.
1: And a, couple, yeah. and, a, and a couple different ways. And, of course, he, 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 Andrew mentioned the, the
7: fair catch, but this is the one that really drives us nuts. Oh, this is returnable low-line drive. Run away at the 32, to the near sideline, 40, 45, midfield, turns the Jets on, lost the football, he lost the football, it's stripped and recovered by Wisconsin.
1: That was, that was like a dagger to the heart, man.
8: And also, the refs reviewed it. Like, it was clearly a fumble. I didn't understand that. But, uh, yeah. I mean, we kind of shot ourselves in the foot today, which sucks. But, oh, well. It'll be another game, another day. So, uh, that's all, all we got to
1: say. Have a good one, guys. Thanks, Ben. Thank Have you, a man. good one. Get some sleep. Uh, 284-1040. Let's go up to Mike. Mike, who's on I-80. How far are you, Mike?
9: Oh, I'm getting close to Grinnell at this point.
1: Man, that's, that's taking you a while.
9: Well, you know, uh, my son's newly graduated from Iowa, so we had to have a little bit of uh, shared uh, sorrow after the game. Okay, nice, those.
2: that's so,
9: good. Oh so, yeah. Well, anyway, um, thank you guys for being the uh, therapist for the state of Hawkeye football every Saturday night <laughs> after we have a game like this. It's very much appreciated. And it's it's uh, oh, it's entertaining on the drives back from Des Moines. Um, you know, we hate to get our hearts crushed again by a junior high mistake, you know, special teams have been an issue for years and, you know, there's even no, no point in complaining about it anymore. And this is kind of tongue in cheek, but sometimes I almost wonder if when we have a check down, we wouldn't be better off just kneeling or spiking the ball because I don't think I can remember a check down play that's worked in
1: years. against anybody. Yeah. Call a fair the, point, Mike. Audible, 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 Take it a knee. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, Mike.
2: Yeah, Thanks. <laughs> yep. You know, and, and Mike says, you know, you guys are the therapists for. Yeah. And, uh, I I agree with that. I want to also say the callers have been therapeutic for me too.
1: Yeah, because you're not here every week. So, I'm not. And, yeah. and
2: this is the second year in a row where the the one week I do it, I will lose in a heartbreaking fashion at night at Kinnick Stadium. And if I were at home watching this game by myself or with my wife and my kid, right now I'd still be awake. I'd be polishing off a bottle of whiskey and I'd be pissed off. <laughs> a bottle? Yeah, a full bottle. I mean, you know, what would you go with tonight? Like, a, like, a, would you go with the Templeton Rye? Would so you? here's the thing: I probably would have started with yeah, some like mixed drinks, by now I'd just yeah. be straight scotch, I'd be single malt <laughs> scotch, and I'd be downing it like water. So this has been cathartic for me, too, to hear some people who are way more off the deep end than I am, to hear some people who are a little more rational than maybe I want to be. Uh, it's cathartic for me as well.
1: See, we're here to help everybody. Yes. that, that That's what talk radio is for. It's community. Especially when you have, you know, sympathetic and empathetic hosts like me, who... Who feel the pain of everybody? Because you know empathy just oozes from my from my skin.
2: Yeah, it's the first word I think of when I think of you. Oh Empathetic. man,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's actually. You ever taken the the, the Gallup Strengths Finder? And by the way, Paul, Cody, and Paul, we're gonna get to your phone call. The only reason we're not taking them is because we're like thirty seconds away. We're a hard or are break. Are we a minute? For, a, we're a minute out. We're a minute out from a from a hard break. So I don't want to bring you on and have to cut you off after thirty seconds. That's not fair to you. It's not fair to our listeners. Is not fair to us. So, I'm just going to kill time. But so the Gallup strengths finder, you know, it's it's one of these things that identify kind of your personal strength. Empathy is my last one. I bet. Yeah. So, I have zero empathy for people. And my wife points that out to me all the time. You're like, "Oh, you're cold." No, I'm not. I just I don't care. <laughs> is it- <laughs> this is what I deal with every morning. Andrew. Travis. Travis? That. Now, Sean has tremendous empathy. I think you have tremendous empathy. I just don't have any empathy. And, and somebody says, "Well, you should develop empathy." Well, That's hard. I do get upset. I, I I get upset when the Hawks lose. I don't like it when the Hawks lose. Right. But I'm able to. I'm able to move on fairly quickly. And I think I have to because we, we you know, you host a show every week, and you know, you you have to listen to what everybody has to say. So you, you deal with that. All right, we got a hard break coming up. That means we got about a half hour left. Uh, Paul on I-80, we're going to get to you. Cody on I-80, we're going to get to you. Paul, who's also on his way home, uh, you're going to be the first up because you've been on hold the longest. Um, if you want to get your final phone calls in, or you still got a half hour, we'd love to hear from you, 284-1040. That's 284-1040. Or you can reach out to us on Twitter at SoundOffWHO. This is the Jethro's Barbecue SoundOff on radio 1040, WHO. Fox
8: News Radio, I'm Del Walters. The sexual assault showdown in the Senate now set for Thursday. Attorneys for Christine de Blasey Ford says she was assaulted by Judge Brett Kavanaugh at a party 30 years ago. He says he did not. Both sides say there are details to be worked out. The fate of Deputy A.G. Rod Rosenstein expected to be front and center on the Sunday morning talk shows. The New York Times saying Friday that Rosenstein talked about secretly recording President Trump in 2017.
6: If these allegations are true... Uh, they're very serious allegations, and I would say yes that uh, Mr. Rosenstein uh, would be well advised to step aside, and the president uh, and the attorney general would be well within their rights uh, to terminate his employment.
8: Virginia Republican Congressman Bob Goodlatte, The Times also saying there was talk of replacing Trump by way of the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Rosenstein says the recording comment was a joke. Fox News, we report. You decide.
0: Pretty. Who. Your turn, Hawkeye fans. This is the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off. Sponsored by The Iowa Lottery, Cookies Food Products, and American Trust.
7: Three wideouts left, including Fergus the tight end. Single receiver into the short side of the field. Brook to throw again. Here comes the pressure. He gets rid of it. Man wide open at midfield and caught at the Iowa 43.
2: Brook was a stud tonight, man. He was. He was, especially when it counted. I don't know
1: what his quarterback rating was, but he was 17-22, to 22, 205 yards, three TDs, took one sack, didn't have a, a pick at all. The dude was calm, cool, collected, and he's a lefty. Can you believe that? Man. two eight 1040 We're going back to the phones. Yes, it's 135 in the morning, and people are still calling, and that's what makes off so cool. Paul who's on his way home, or he might be home since he's been on hold for twenty <laughs> minutes. Paul, welcome to the Jethro's barbecue sound off.
9: <laughs> yeah, I'm almost home.
1: <laughs> Where uh, do you live at, got, Paul?
9: Well, I got I got three three sort of quick things, uh, based on listening uh to the to some of the other callers. Uh one, I, I sort of disagree with the one guy who said Iowa's defense didn't play that well. I so said, You take out that uh 10-yard drive Wisconsin had in the third quarter for their second score. And Iowa's defense held Wisconsin to seven points for 59 minutes. That's great. Now, the other thing I wanted to mention sort of goes back to what uh, uh, you guys were talking about. Uh, in the fourth quarter, Iowa's offense had played really good for three quarters, and and uh, but in the fourth quarter, they had the ball twice with the lead, with the chance to put together a five- or six-minute drive and stick a fork in uh, Bucky the Badger, and they just couldn't do it. The, the offense just didn't make plays. I I can't remember which one of you was saying that a little while ago. Just uh, They just couldn't make plays in the fourth quarter there. And then the third thing, real quick, that fumble on the putt return by Gronewig or however you say his name, if you look at the replay of that, his hand in the ball hit the butt of uh, the ass end of a uh, Wisconsin guy. It was a totally fluky, asinine sort of turnover. and You know, it's the kind of thing that hardly ever happens. It's just a, just a crazy sort of game. Both those first two turnovers were just real fluky plays.
2: Yeah, okay. yeah you're okay. exactly right there. Yeah, that was a fluky, you know, just one of those a bad break for for Greenwig on that on that. Yeah, homework. he
9: made a great he made a great return and he was still trying to get some yards and the the guy wasn't even looking at him. The guy was being blocked and he just bumped into his butt. <laughs> so Okay,
2: thanks, thanks Paul. Guys. And, and to Paul's point on the on the defense, he's exactly right. Wisconsin had that ninety five yard drive where they kind of pushed Iowa around, especially on the line in the in the first quarter. I think it ended in the second quarter uh, with that first touchdown. The next drive, seven plays, forty three yards, punt. Three plays, two yards, punt. Three plays, three yards, punt. Six plays, twenty eight yards, punt. Then you had the ten yard touchdown drive. Nine plays, forty six yards, punt. Three plays, seven yards, punt. And then you have the the game-winning drive for Wisconsin. So you take out that drive and you have, what, six, seven drives in a row there yeah. where Wisconsin got a few yards on a couple of those drives but didn't make anything happen, never threatened to score on Iowa for a major portion of that game. Yeah,
1: and the problem, you know, let's look what, in the fourth quarter. Uh, Iowa's drive uh, started at the 11-25 mark. Wisconsin had the ball back at the ten twenty nine mark yes uh Iowa got the ball back at the eight thirty four mark uh and Wisconsin got the ball back at the five forty mark and that's when they just they just yeah. took a bunch of uh, time off the clock and went uh eighty eight yards for 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 the score two eight four ten forty let's go back to the phones paul on i eighty welcome to the jethros barbecue sound off what's up yeah
6: guys uh, thanks for taking my call um I uh, just wanted to make a couple comments um, about officiating. Um, I know uh, we made mistakes, and they made plays when they needed to, but um, I couldn't help but, uh, but ask a question to you guys what you thought about. seems like the PA announcer was saying that the when we fumble on the punt return that uh, the officials were trying to determine if the uh, runner was down when the ball was was uh, fumbled, and uh, there wasn't anything close to it. down
1: uh getting down. Hey, here's gone. what I think would happen, Paul, and I, I really do believe this, and you're you're 100% correct. It wasn't even close. I think the Iowa coaches, in their acting on the sidelines, you know, they made them think and go to the monitor right away, because right away they are saying, no, 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 he was down, he was down, he was down. They were pounding the ground, and I'm like, I think they actually made him Make the call of the ruling on the field was the runner was down before the football came out, and it wasn't even close. And that surprised me, but I think it was like kind of adjusting a pitch. You know, it was low, but that catcher brings it up
2: high real quick. Right. Umpire calls it a strike. These guys, I think they sold it. And you're right on that sideline, and if all the coaches start yelling the same thing, yep. that, that one ref starts to second guess himself. Yep. Well,
6: then the, the call where the uh, rounding was called against. Brook I mean uh, the referees got together and if, if there was a tensional grounding wouldn't one of the referees that was supposed to be looking at the play have made that call themselves I mean last I heard that officiating that that's why they have a number of officials so they all get different angles not officiating by committee and now after they met for a minute or two then all of a sudden the yellow flag comes out yeah like and to me that means that the suspect that these guys just didn't have the guts to make the calls the way they see them. Um, we just hope that they're fair for both teams. Maybe they're they're humans; they make mistakes. But what do you? What's your take on that? Where they got together, then all of a sudden the flag comes out after a minute or two of them talking. I, I oh,
1: think I did I, I, I think I think what they hap- what was there because. And I have to give, and refresh my memory. If I'm wrong, I'll totally admit that I'm wrong because I'm wrong a lot. But if, if I'm, I'm not mistaken. I don't think Hornybrook was outside the the tackle box. He was just so far back, right. that it was like there was nobody near him. And that and I think that was the the huddle. Like, okay, where exactly does this come to? I mean, he he clearly threw it away, and he wasn't out. He wasn't out, Or he was in the tackle box, right? So yes, yeah. So but it was just one of the things that review. Ask. You know, Iowa came out on the better end of penalties tonight. They only penalized, what, one time? Yes, for five yards. Yeah, for five yards. Um, But sometimes, I I think we expect, and, and this is our fault, because I think we expect officials to get it right every single time. And if they go ask for help, we look at that as a sign of weakness, right? Oh, my God, he doesn't know what he's doing. But the truth is... Put yourself in that position. Do you think you would know every... And and imagine the speed at which that game is being played. Now, a good friend of mine is Cleek Blakeman. I don't know if you know who Cleet Blakeman is. Cleet Blakeman was a... Sean's going, I'm a name dropper, but I am a name dropper. So (laughs) Cleek Blakeman is a former Big 12 official. He's recently done a Super Bowl. Um, And he's told me just the speed of the game at every level is something that takes so long to get used to that you're not... you you can't see everything you can't do everything like that so
2: and and the intentional grounding it's it's rare to have an intentional grounding where the guy has retreated 15 yards from the line of scrimmage (laughs) yes i mean he that that was a second and 13 and after the penalty it was a third and 26 so he he lost 13 yards on that play intentional grounding is not a thing you usually see when a guy scrambles that much but he just never left the tackle box
1: 284 1040 let's go to cody on i80 Cody, welcome to the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off on News Radio 1040 WHO.
10: Travis, Andrew, thanks for taking my call. Shout out to Sean in the booth. Um, I was DJing a wedding in Pella, so I didn't get to watch the whole game. Who
1: has a wedding on Iowa game day? <laughs> I
10: know. Every time I was at, uh, I had one on the Iowa State game too. I don't, I don't understand what's going on here. But uh, yeah, I was at Bruno's old alma mater down there, uh, Central. Yep, I was at Central. Uh, I didn't, get, so I didn't get to see the whole game. It sounded like Thorin Young was doing a little bit of work down there, grinding him up. So that was good to hear. Um, I wanted to – so I guess the interception, Kelly Martin went through his hands. Is that is that right? Uh,
2: Smith-Marset, yeah. It hit him right on the hands. It was kind of like a, he was the hot receiver. Uh, Stanley kind of checked on him quickly, and you could tell Marset did not know the ball was coming to him.
10: Right. It sounds like, it sounds like to me Iowa just, you know – with the with the whole kick punt and uh, sounds like just a couple things went the wrong way. I feel like for the most part, I guess the offense kind of showed up a little bit for them, and uh, maybe if the defense would have held on a little bit more, we would have we would have stood a chance. But uh,
1: but you yeah. know what you know what, and, and that's fair. But again, we just went over the last drives in the fourth quarter.
2: Right. Offense didn't show up in the fourth quarter either. No, it didn't. When when they needed to make the plays, yeah. extend the the drives, eat some clock. Yeah, Stanley's worst throw was on a a second and five where, where Smith Marsett was wide open. He just air mailed it, and then third and five they weren't able to get it done.
10: Yeah, all the Iowa fans are yelling for Mansfield, and I'm like, I'm like, hey, you know, Stanley, we're used to that. You know, we're used to the, the overthrown balls and you know whatnot, not being able to hit the deep man, but.
2: That being said, though, up until then, Stanley had a good game. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, up until the very yeah, end.
4: That's what I thought.
2: too. And the, the, the scramble and then getting out to Hawkinson on that long yep. play, setting up the first touchdown was huge. Uh, a couple of really nice throws to, to Noah Fant. Stanley didn't lose this game. That, that was not a great interception late in the game. But huh. I, as an Iowa fan, I didn't expect Iowa to march down with 52 seconds left and, and put one in the end zone <laughs> to win the game anyway. Uh, there was desperation time right there uh, anyway.
10: Yeah, I think I think a couple things. You know, uh, well, one. I guess we what's that? What's the, we were talking? You guys were talking about on the morning rush uh, about a month ago. Does it in Iowa have like a cake twenty twenty season? I guess we have that to look forward to. Uh,
1: in twenty twenty four, I believe it is. is, that, it. What, is that what that? It yeah, was? it's twenty twenty four. Yeah, like well, I guess ba- based on today's
2: competition. Yeah exactly all right all right thanks cody appreciate it yeah nebraska may be good by 2024 that's a possibility you never know let's go to uh
1: dave in des moines dave welcome to the jethro's barbecue sound off what's up turn the radio down dave should we just listen to ourselves dave hey there hey what's up turn
11: the radio Uh, sorry i'm behind the times on the talk show but uh, well
1: it's two o'clock in the morning it's okay yeah, we're all behind
11: times. Uh first of all, the uh very first punt fumble that obviously destroyed our momentum and everything to come to the game. A little disappointed on the up talk on Wisconsin's quarterback, like he ran the game. Just no. We lost that game, no doubt about that.
1: Yeah, but he made plays. Yeah, he
11: made plays, but we definitely gave him to him, no doubt about it.
1: it was, yes, but you still got to – I mean, he had a couple nicely thrown balls that were right on the money, man. I mean, I'm, get the guys' due. I'm dude.
11: curious of – and the, we drove down, did really good after got down to the four-yard line, stalled, ended up – we won the fucking – Oh, Sorry, pardon my French. Did
1: you get it, Sean? Sorry, you you on the iHeart? It's okay. You've had a couple to drink tonight. We understand. Yep, yep, yep. We
11: rolled down, got down to about the four yard line. We wanted to push it in. We knew we wanted to push it in. We wanted to go for it. All of a sudden, they want to review the call review the spot. We didn't change our play. We should have kicked that field goal. should have came back with other momentum off of See, that. See, I, I disagree with that.
1: that. I have no problem. This has been the most talked about play. and Dave, I'm going to let you go because we're going to take a break. But you can listen as we go. This has been the most talked... I'm, I'm shocked. I'm absolutely shocked that the most talked about play in this game is that fourth down call. I'm shocked. Because if we didn't go for it, and I just said we... Can't believe I just did that. <laughs> if we didn't go for it, people would be bitching yes. on this. They would be saying yep.
2: he doesn't have the sack to go for. It. Right. It was he did the right thing. I, th- I think it's because that's the play you can look at and say Kirk Ferentz made a mistake. Right. If, if you're looking for a way to blame him for this loss, the, but what you was can't the mistake for the punt, what was the mistake the play call exactly? And that's it. But but if you're if you're someone who is looking to blame. Brian or Kirk Ferentz for this loss you can't blame them for horny brooks great drive at the end of the game to win you can't blame them for the muffed punts as Gary (laughs) Dolphin likes to say the fumbled punts right you can't blame him for some of those things you can blame him for going for it on fourth down in the first five minutes of the game and so that's what people are doing
1: let's go back to Dave on i80 now Dave you don't have a potty mouth do you uh, nope, I'm not going to say F words or S words or anything So, you, could you hear that on hold? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did. yeah right. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you didn't get to
1: him, did you? <laughs> no, we got to him. See, oh, you, can, you can hear it on yeah, the iHeartRadio app, feed, right. and you can hear it through the phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> um,
5: my comment, you're talking about that fourth and one, you know, the short yardage part. Yes. Maybe I'm the only one, but... I'd like to see Musa full back in those
1: plays. No, I said it earlier. I said, I said. Oh, you did? Yeah. And that's the hard thing is that You know, we try to recycle as much as we can, but I said Ross would have been perfect there. Hell yeah, even, yeah.
5: Even and, and tell me if I'm wrong about this. Wouldn't that give the linebackers a little less time to fill that gap? Yep. Back there. Yep. You know, you give it to him, and he's a heck of a runner. I mean, on the. I mean, not runner, but you know how.
1: I like my fullback getting getting a half a yard more than I like my quarterback. Yep.
5: Right. Right. Yeah. That, that's don't give it to to our quarterback anymore. I'm not sure. <laughs> it hasn't worked yet. I mean, maybe one time, a couple times, but it just you know, I love the way they use our fullback too. You know.
2: And I will say, Dave, it it works when Iowa can do that quick sneak, right? When they, they and that's what they were trying to do: get up to the line quickly, sneak it with Stanley, get that one yard. That has worked several times in the past. When they weren't able to do that because they decided to review the placement of that ball, they needed to, to opt out of that play call and, and find something else.
5: Yeah, yeah. And one one other quick thing, Groning, you know, besides that fumble, that that what year is he? Because. He, I, he's an exciting runner. I think he's going to run back some touchdowns here before the year. He's passed. been close. Yep, yeah. and better than last year. Letting the ball drop and not even trying to pick it
2: up. So. <laughs> all, all right, right Dave. thank you. Hey, he drive safe. He is a, uh, a senior.
1: You got to be. You got to have a screw loose to take punts back. Yes, though. you do. You know, yes, Kickoffs and, and punt returns. Your driveway may not go all the way to the all the way to the street. Sean, you would have been a good punt returner. I was a long snapper. <laughs> I can I, was see wanted, that. I
7: always wanted
8: to
1: be on kickoff, though. You were a quarterback and a long snapper and a receiver. Well, you're just a you're yeah, a natural born he, athlete. He, he, he
2: could snap it to himself and then throw it to himself. I was like the bo- I'm like Booby Miles. He's, he's a, <laughs> a one man offense.
1: Two eight four ten forty. You can interact with us on Twitter at SoundOffWho. When we come back. Our final thoughts on the first loss of the season for the Iowa Hawkeyes 28 17 to the Wisconsin Badgers. The Heartland Trophy goes back to Madison. Up next, a bye week for the Hawks. Then it's off to Minneapolis for Floyd of Rosedale. This is the Jethro's Barbecue sound off of News Radio 1040
7: WHO. He sent you.
0: Your turn, Hawkeye fans. This is the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off, sponsored by GNL Clothing and Schottenkirk Chevrolet.
7: They've got a slot receiver at AJ Taylor. They run the draw handoff, and no doing. The Hawks were run blitzing as Groshek got the handoff, and Jack Hockaday and Neiman arrived at the same time.
2: Stop for Iowa on third down. Defense played good for three quarters. They did. They really did. Defense played well. The offense played good for the majority of the game. It was a handful of plays, a handful of mistakes that Iowa made and a handful of plays that Wisconsin made. That was the difference in the game. So Iowa has a bye week, but that does not mean that
1: the Jethro's Barbecue Soundoff has a bye week. Ah. Ah. Do you want to come back next week? Well, they can't lose. Yeah, because I'm not going to be here. I know Ross is going to need somebody to sit with him. And it's only a two hour show next week. That could probably do uh, that. All right. So I'm actually going to go see my son in nice. college. Yeah. Very nice. So uh, I kind of planned the, the bye week to go see my son who left me on August 16th, and I haven't seen him since. He wanted to be a hawk, wanted to be a hawk, but, you know. That out-of-state tuition was yeah, uh, was a little ya. bit
2: too much. That'll get you.
1: Uh, we have got to thank Jethro's because Jethro's came with a full spread tonight. Oh man, fantastic! And I should have thought I should have talked about Mike earlier, but Mike. I mean, he runs all over town. He's the hardest working guy around. He brought uh, uh, King Crab Legs from Splash oh, tonight. Amazing! Brought me a New York Strip from Splash. We had all sorts of good stuff from Jethro's. Sean's taking a bunch of wings home. I'm telling you, when you want just dinner. Uh, even hell go to bacon and bacon for a good uh, breakfast. Yeah, I mean you can do all sorts of things. Jethro's is the place to go. They've been the sponsor for for Sound Off now. I think what last three four years uh, they've been a great partner, and I, we highly suggest that you well, visit one of their locations.
2: And they they sponsor the, the high school coverage yep. on fourteen sixty K. So no one have for years. My son who's three. Loves Jethro's because he knows he can go there. There's sports on TV. Nobody's going to shush him. Exactly. He can get his grilled cheese and his fries. And there's plenty of room. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll love it. So Hawks
1: lose 28-17. The road to the Big Ten West division now runs through Madison, Wisconsin. Yes, it does. Um, as usual. And I, I know people think it's there's still a chance. And there there is a chance. There is. But...
2: It's it's not going to be easy. And you look at Wisconsin's schedule, they don't play a ton of tough teams. No, they're so at Michigan to, and at Penn State. And then other than that, they're going to have to stumble. Yeah.
1: All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Glad you are safe on the way home. We'll be back next Saturday for an abbreviated version of the bye week of the Jethro's Barbecue Sound Off.
0: WHO, Des Moines, an Radio station. And on your HD radio, KDRB HD2. News Radio 1040, WHO.
4: Thursday could be the day. I'm